Hello lovelies, this is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com back again with a moment for chronic wellness. I'm the only white kid in my family. Some of you know that about me, many of you perhaps do not. Um, in 1970, my parents um, adopted my sister and a year later my brother at a time when several of their family members disowned them for adopting mixed race children. A few years later, I was born and they had intended to adopt two more and have one more and stopped with three. So that does not give me some grand, like get out of racism free card. <laughs> Certainly does not. What it does do is give me a lens on my whiteness from my earliest days. I was aware of being white, which is atypical in our culture, right? Most of us do not have a lens on whiteness until we are young adults. White is invisible, which is what white privilege is most of the time. We think of ourselves as being unraced. And it affords most of us who are white the luxury of not having to talk about race. We don't grow up being told, look, you are a spokesperson for your race. You are a representative of your race. You must perform better than the other kids at school. Your behavior must be impeccable and above reproach. You may never walk to school with your hood up on your sweatshirt because that will make you threatening. These are not the kinds of conversations we are forced to have around the dinner table, nor are we worried that when our behavior is assessed, it will be attributed to our race and on down the line. These things have been well documented and written about. I don't need to spend a few minutes here telling you about them. But what I'm going to suggest to you is now is your opportunity, if you aren't already, to start talking about these things at all times with everyone, but in particular with other white people. If you are white and watching about this, I challenge you, I defy you to start having conversations every day with all the other white people in your life and particularly with your family especially with your kids and you think oh i don't want to expose them to this i don't want to scare them about this i don't want to um, make their tender minds afraid and they are already conscious of this they've already been exposed to this you are going to shape the dialogue would you rather them learn about sex or violence from sources on TV or movies or video games or from their kids and friends at school? No, you'd rather them learn about that from you. And wouldn't you rather also shape their understanding, their concept, the dialogue about race? Wouldn't you rather shape that? And, and so, um, additionally, if you are someone who's sick, do you keep that from your children? And for all the black indigenous people of color, BIPOC folks in this country, it is not an option to not talk about race at the dinner table from the earliest age and stage. If they are having to do it, 
you can do it too. Now, you don't have to because that's what privilege is, but you have the opportunity to, you have the option to, and you are doing your kids a great service. You are doing this world a service and you are being a part of dismantling white supremacy by doing it. There are lots and lots and lots of good resources out there to help you. It is better to do it and get it wrong than to not do it. And especially with your kids and family, you have an opportunity to take a pass at it and circle back. Take a pass at it and circle back. Take a pass at it and circle back. You learn something new, you come back and add that to the conversation. So it is better to do it and do it imperfectly than to not be doing it. Get started. Today's the day. Roll up your sleeves, jump in. All right, there we go, folks. Thank you for being here. I look forward to your questions and comments. And until we're together again, be well.